Welcome into episode 127 of the Skate Podcast. I'm Brian DeFelice, joined by Bridget Prue and Scott McLaughlin. But we are also joined today uh, for the second time, first time this season, by Mark Diver of the New England Hockey Journal. Mark, I, I really hope that you had a relaxing summer because now that we are to late October, it's it's hockey season, full gear. It is. And, uh, you know, thank God for that. I think we're already... Uh... You know, we're a month in here or a month or so, six weeks. I don't know. But, uh, you know, it's great to have the ga- the games that count back to watch. I think we're all already tired. <laughs> you can hear it in my voice. I talk Already too much what? Tired? Time. Already tired. I, think. I actually got – no, I'm actually enjoying this uh, Bruins having a full two-day weekend for once. This, this has been nice for me. Yeah, I think, I think they are too with the Halloween. I was going to say they're not resting. I saw them all dressed up, and I mean, a bunch of people dressed as Harry Potter, and then the other crew was um, Shrek. Yeah, and, a, li- a little more adventurous than uh, what they wore on Monday for their hospital visits. Well, no, but the half of them were wearing dresses again. <laughs> Pasternak had a nice wig on and a skirt and leggings or stockings or whatever, and. Linus Olmark was Fiona, and of course, Sweeman was Donkey. <laughs> that was I know I, I love how of course they they won as a couple's uh, costume. Yeah, Mark, you have, you have any crazy costumes lined up for tomorrow? No, no. I gotta say though, you know, it's a sign of my age. I have no idea who these characters are that they're dressing <laughs> up as. I, I really don't. Not even Harry Potter. Theory. Not even. I don't. I didn't do the Harry Potter thing. My kids did, and I was kind of in the background, maybe watching a little bit. But uh, I'm uh, I'm out of the loop on that. On that, yeah. Mike. Well, Riley I guess uh, I guess I guess um, Jake DeBrusque had the scariest costume uh, last night. I guess I guess he went as Bruce Cassidy. Got everybody <laughs> <pretty> scared. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, no, um, I'm just trying to look through all those pictures, and every single time I found something different, I was like, oh, man, what is this? Oh, God. I, I mean, mean, it was that, a huge party. Yeah, they, had, they looked like they were in East Boston across the harbor there. Um, yeah, so. so, yeah, Mark, we're going to get into you know some specifics, but I guess let's just get your your take on the 8-1 the start, best in franchise history. Obviously, the big storyline this offseason was having trying to have as best start as possible with the guys that they've had out, and I don't think anybody expected this, though. Oh, you know, we all saw this coming. Uh, <laughs> I know I did. Well, it, I mean, it really, I mean, I'm just kind of sitting back and enjoying the games. They're they're fun to watch. Um, you know, the, the way they're playing. Uh, are they giving up more, uh, more chances? Yeah, they are. But uh, it's at the other end, they're, uh, they're generating more too, and they're capitalizing. So, I mean, I think it's been, uh, it's been fun to watch so far. Um, you know, it's going to change a little bit when, with the personnel here, Marshan's back and McAvoy will be back. Uh, Grizzlick's back McAvoy uh, before too long. And, and then, uh, the roster will change uh, as that happens, but uh, it's it's really been an amazing start so far. I think uh, I think we can all agree on that. It makes Mark, our life easier, to... right? 
makes our life easier. Guys want to actually answer questions. Uh, you know, it's easy to it's easier to write about, you know, a lot of the positives and people are more receptive to reading that stuff and answering questions about that stuff for us. So it's actually been one of the easiest seasons to cover so far for me, at least. Yeah. And Mark, I wanted to ask about one guy who's been a part of the start that, uh, you know, I think was pretty surprising throughout training camp in the preseason. That's Jacob Lauka, who I know we, we talked to you about him last year. Um, the season he was having in Providence, which was, was not very good. Even he later admitted that, um, but makes the team out of camp. He's played five games so far. I know he did get sent down, but then called back up, uh, you know, with the Krejci injury um, and played Friday night in Columbus. How surprised are you to see basically the turnaround he had in, in one off season to go from, you know, really seeing his stock take a hit in terms of where he stood in the organization to all of a sudden he's on the opening night Bruins roster. Well, I'm very surprised. Um, you know, I went to the prospects challenge in Buffalo uh, as I usually do in, in September and, you know, Lauko was there, uh, you know, was one of the players. He might've been the most senior player invited you know, that's an event for rookies, uh, and he's a few years into his pro career. I think I could detect in his body language that he didn't want to be there. Uh, he thought, you know, I, I don't know what he thought, but uh, it looked like he um, he might have been a little disappointed that he had to go and, uh, and play in that. Uh, but, um, you know, he goes to Boston camp. I didn't think he had... Honestly, I didn't think he did enough to make the team, but uh, Jim Montgomery likes his speed. He's commented on that several times. He likes, you know, the, the speed that he brings. Uh, so he makes the team and, and so far so good. He, you know, he's, uh, he hasn't taken bad penalties, which has maybe been a, something that he's done in Providence, you know, unnecessary penalties, hooking, tripping, stuff like that. He's kept it clean. He's used his speed. He's got in there. He's agitated, drawn a couple penalties. He's been good. Uh, he's been, I don't think he's ever going to be a scorer. He, he's a bottom of the lineup guy to me. I don't think he's ever really scored at any level. He, he certainly hasn't at in the American League. Um, but, uh, I mean, you got to be pleasantly surprised that, uh, that a guy who, you know, was spinning his wheels as now is uh, – is contributing, uh, you know, in the NHL on nights when he gets in the lineup. Um, Scott, if you wanted to respond to that, or Brian. No, I think if anyone wants to jump to a different player topic. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I, I can. Um, can, I, can I tell my Laco story? Oh, yeah. Go yeah, 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 yeah. Go ahead. So the Bruins have been patient with him. You know, he's a young kid. A lot of his – you know, I don't want to call them issues, but the reason the last couple of years maybe he hasn't come as fast as as maybe they expected is how young he is. You know, he's a he he really is a young kid. Uh, but this and this story kind of reflects uh, maybe a little bit of that immaturity. So I'm on my way to a game in uh, it was in Connecticut a couple of years ago, and as I'm 
I'm on the highway. I'm about to get off to uh, the exit to the rink. And I look at my phone and uh, I'm getting a, a text that says, uh, or actually it was a call. Can you stop and get, stop at Dunkin' Donuts and get a uh, chocolate frosted donut for Lauco for his pregame snack? <laughs> and I was like, uh, well, no, no, I can't. I'm, I'm almost to the rink. I'm not going to, you know, go driving around Bridgeport or, or Hartford, whatever it was, looking for a Dunkin'. Although, you know, let's face it, there was probably one on the next corner. But, uh, you know. So they will. That's his. That at that point was his pregame meal of choice: a chocolate frosted donut from Dunkin' Donuts. You know that's not exactly in the diet plan that uh, that the team has for for these guys pregame. But uh, you know that's kind of where he was. Uh, and you know, has he cleaned up his diet in, in lately? Now that he's uh, an NHL guy, I don't know. But uh, you know that's where he was at that point. Ask Scott what his pregame snack is. <laughs> popcorn, obviously. It's popcorn. Every every, every game. But I mean, the last Sandler? few games I've been bringing candy, so that's a problem. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'd be less concerned of, when it comes to him, his maturity. I'd be less concerned about his him wanting a donut than him ask having uh, Mark have to get it for. What the, <laughs> what's that all about? <laughs> that, that's what jumped out to me. Well, uh, yeah, it is kind so of strange. Call... If I get a text from like someone, someone from the Bruins, like hey, it's Boston, like, hey, Bridget, go, can you go grab me a McFlurry? <laughs> Just to be clear, the, the call wasn't from uh, from Jakob. It was from a right. member of the staff. Uh, yeah, you know, Jakob's not ringing me up at game time for. Uh, for <laughs> That right. would be it. That would be a whole other story. But either either way, on what planet would you be responsible for grabbing <laughs> game stack? Like, what, well, what you know, it? we all do what we can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. that that minor league life. That's yeah. right. You know, it's different. It's not the NHL. <laughs> oh, all right. Man. So I I feel like the natural next question, just because this was a guy that you watched play. For a long time, um, <laughs> saw him get opportunities in in the pros here and there, but he never ended up sticking with the Bruins. What did you make of the Jackson Nika trade mid mid game? Um, and you know the return on um, on how you know what they were actually able to get for him. I thought they did pretty well in that trade because I don't think there was, I think there was interest, but teams didn't want to. Like, I don't think they could have got a seventh-round draft pick for him. I, I could be completely off base, but they've been – I've heard, you know, over the last week or so especially that, hey, he's on the market. They're trying to – actively trying to see if they can move him. Uh, you know, I think that uh, – so I think they did pretty well in the trade. Uh, the goalie – we're never going to see him in a Bruins uniform, even in Providence. Uh He's not. I think he'll. They'll move him along in a, in another trade at some point. I believe there's no there's no room for him here in Providence. Uh, they already told the goalies here. Hey, don't worry about it. You're you're not going anywhere. This isn't going to affect you at all. So uh, the DiPietro kid, he's not coming. Um, I suspect they had to take that contract as a condition of the deal. That, yeah. that I I believe. The other kid, I don't know. Maybe he's a player. He's a, maybe he's a prospect. He uh, 
He's six foot two. He's right-handed. Uh, I guess he's a candidate for the world junior team in Sweden this, uh, this December. So, you know, he's worth taking a look at. Maybe there's something there. Um, as far as Jack goes, you know, I, he's such a good kid. Um, and it didn't, uh, clearly it didn't work for him here. Um, and I think, uh, I think my, I suspect that COVID, some of these guys, just the, the whole off the ice part of COVID being kind of cooped up in your hotel room or your apartment, being a young guy and you can't go out, you can't socialize. Uh, I think that took a toll on, on guys like Jack. And I, and I think Jake DeBrusque too. Um, you know, I think we'll never really know. Cause how do you measure that? Uh, but I, you know, if, the, if, if not for COVID, maybe it would have worked out differently for Jack here. Maybe he would have found his footing uh, in the Bruins lineup and been able to grab a full-time job and, and hold on to it. Uh, we, you know, so maybe, we, maybe, we have been arguing about how much the like stop and go part of his career, like you're up and then you lose your opportunity, then you have it and then you lose it. Like how much that affected his psyche? Well, it, 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 I'm sure it did, but you know, that's part of for these, some of these minor league guys and prospects, when you get an opportunity, you have to grab it. And if you don't, you know, I don't know if that's really on the team as opposed to being on the, the individual. Um, it's just, that's just reality. Guys get a chance and, and they, some of them grab it and run with it and never see the minors again. Uh, other guys, it works out different. And it, it did for Jack. Um, I think he's going to have a, you know, a solid NHL career, um, you know, starting in Vancouver. I, th I think he's a good player. He's not a great player. Uh, you know, not really heavy enough for the bottom six, not skilled enough for the top six. He's kind of in between. Um, but, uh, you know, I hope he, uh, I hope it works for him out there, right? Because he, he's a good kid and uh, he, he works hard. Yeah. And where he, you know, might have been able to fit in the lineup. It seemed during this this preseason that, you know, it was him versus Nosek for the fourth line center job. And at times it certainly looked like Stanika was ahead or was at least having a better preseason. But then you get into like, is that really where he fits? You know, Nosek's done that before. He's played that defensive role, taking all those D zone shifts, penalty killing, all that. Do you think you know, had he gotten a run of games, could Stanika have have done that and, and cracked into the lineup that way? Or did he really need to be higher in the lineup at some point and, and not in that kind of role? Yeah, I don't see that as his, as his wheelhouse. Um, you know, sometimes you have to take what, uh, you know, what the role is, even if it's not really playing to your strengths. Uh, and so I don't know if, he would have been the fourth line center. They, they, uh, that would have really been effective. Like Nosek has his flaws. We, uh, we all know that. Uh, but that fourth line center role is, 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 uh, that's what he is. He, I think he knows it. Uh, that's the way, uh, he's been used. And, 
you can look at his game and nitpick that, you know, the guy has, uh, you know, frying pans for hands at times. But, uh, yeah, he can win those draws. He, he plays a good game defensively. Uh, he is what he is. Uh, so, I don't know. I don't think that's where Jack would have been uh, – would have been uh, all that good. That's a uh, that's a great uh, that's a great analogy, by the way, Mark. Frying pans for hands, I love that. Um, yeah, I mean, like like Bridget kind of alluded to, we've talked about in the past, and we kind of came to the conclusion that it it does fall on the player ultimately. And when he got an opportunity this year, I mean, to say he squandered it is probably a compliment because he did much worse than that. I mean, he threw it away. They were like, if they had any doubts before that game that they were moving them there, and eh, no, okay, yeah, it's, it's, let's let's find a way to move them. But the question for us was like last season's training camp. Like, um, could if they gave him a stint earlier on, could things have been different? But um, yeah, like like you've mentioned, he's he's not a great player at the NHL level. He doesn't have one elite trait at the NHL level. Um, I mean, I, you know, may, maybe his skating, I guess, but it's, but it's above average. I wouldn't say it's elite at the NHL. But, yeah, it's it's it's. Uh, hopefully he gets a good opportunity in Vancouver because he does seem like a really nice kid and he can bring something to the table. It just wasn't the right fit here. It wasn't the right timing in the Bruins' development. Or The irony of it all is they get the deal done – as David Krejci gets hurt and a <laughs> yeah. center spot opens up. Right. Yeah. But it, it sounds like, you know, I mean, it's, I guess it's easy to say now, but I'm not sure Stanik even would have been the first choice. Like I, I still think moving Zach at a center might've been the first move they made anyways, even with, with Krejci out. Yeah. And Montgomery said uh, it, it, he was a victim of the fact that every single center fit perfectly where they, where he wanted them. And there just wasn't really that leeway for, for, for move into the lineup at that point, unless there was a, an injury 